0: Welcome to Merrick's Experts, the podcast that provides analysis of current affairs in China.
1: Welcome to the Merrick's Podcast. I am Claudia Wessling, Director of Communications and Publications at Merrick's, and I welcome you to this issue in which we are going to talk about that Germany has just cast a ballot. It is still unclear which parties will, at the end, form a coalition to build a government, but today we would still like to try and uh, take a little sneak preview into the future as to what this government will do when it comes to navigating China policy, as well as a German and an EU context. And I am today joined by Ariane Reimers, who is a senior policy fellow at Merix at the moment. Ariane is a journalist working with the first German radio station ARD. Ariane has worked in China as a correspondent and also covered German politics in Berlin for a couple of years. So she is uh, sort of the perfect fit to help us in analyzing what's at stake now in German-China politics after this election. During her time at Merrick's, Ariane has taken a close look into the programs of uh, the parties who stood for election in Germany to find out more about their uh, respective strategies on China. So, Ariane, again, welcome to the podcast. Let's try to find out a little more about uh, where parties stand in terms of China policy. Um, Angela Merkel's government was a government that used to be more cooperative when it vis-a-vis China. Merkel herself traveled to the country several times more than any other of her predecessors. Um, during her governance, um, the economic relations between Germany and China really blossomed. And when it came to sensitive or potentially conflicting issues with Chinese counterparts, Merkel usually preferred to stay in the background and discuss this without the public witnessing everything. Well, now many people say that after this election this uh, more collaborative or compromising stance might change considerably. And Ariane, where do the parties that will soon start negotiating a coalition stand when it comes to devising their China policies?
0: I think we will see a more critical approach on China, but it's not clear to what extent. Um, we have uh, two possible coalitions so far. One is the so-called traffic light coalition, uh, which is a red, green and yellow, which means that, that so Social Democrat Olaf Scholz will be the future chancellor, formerly coalitions with the Greens and the Liberals, and the other possible coalition is the uh, Jamaica coalition, called, because of the colors black, uh, yellow and green, and it's a coalition which will be led or which would be led by Armin Laschet, the conservative candidate, um, and the, with the Liberals and the Greens. Now, if, if, um, if we take a closer look to the programs of the parties, we can see that for the two uh, junior partners of the future coalitions, the Greens and the Liberals, they have they take both a far more critical than China especially if we look at human rights issues as in Xinjiang or in Hong Kong if we look at closer ties to Taiwan and also if we look at at their take on on for example the comprehensive agreement on investment which both think at the state uh, which we have at, at the moment that we should not sign it so they are far more critical on China um, if we have a look at the program of the of the Conservative Party the CDU the party of Amin it, we see that, that there is also a more critical approach and we see stronger critique to, uh, on China as we uh, as we have heard by Angela Merkel, the Chancellor uh, of the past 16 years but we have to we have to observe well what will happen in the Chancellery that is probably more important than what the parties are saying same is uh, going for the Social Democrats there we can observe um, also quite a critical approach on China if we look at their China paper they have they had edited a China paper in the past year last year. Uh, which is pretty uh, take a pretty crit- critical approach, but on the other side we have this with the Social Democrats also a more partner-like approach, and also Olaf Scholz, who has been first Mayor of Hamburg, which is a governor function, has had uh, in his time as a Mayor of Hamburg has had a fairly partner-like approach on his China politics. So it will be it will be complicated to say um, how critical the China approach will be in the future. It depends a lot on how how big the influence of the Greens and the liberals will be on the future government.
1: During the electoral campaign, um, foreign policy topics were hardly discussed at all. And also the challenges posed by China were not really an issue um, during all these um, campaign um, events we witnessed during this last months. If you look into the, the programs, um, what are potential points of friction between SPD FDP, Greens and the Union, FDP and the Greens respectively?
0: I think one possible friction will be how to go on with the CHI, with a comprehensive agreement on investment. There might be parts of the uh, respective parties, uh, the Social Democrats and also the Christian Democrat Union, who want to put the agreement to a successful end and and sign it at the end. And I think this is one point. Then there is another point, is how to go on with the debate about uh, 5G and Huawei then I think it will be very interesting how the Liberals and the Greens will emphasize their more friendly approach to Taiwan, whether the Social Democrats or the Conservative Party or the Christian Democrats will will follow this more friendly approach towards Taiwan, which might cause diplomatic issues with China. I guess that all agree on a uh, more sort of you China strategy. And also everybody agrees that uh, that there should be fairer economic relations. But what that means, that will be quite quite interesting
1: to see. Are there topics um, among the mo- ones you just mentioned where you see a potential for conflict between the future coalition parties, be it the Union-FDP-Green coalition or spd FDP Green Coalition.
0: I think one future conflict might be, especially if we have a look at the at as a tra- this, tra- this so called traffic light coalition um, might be if we look at uh, this uh, geostrategic and uh, security and defense approach towards uh, China. I can see that the Social Democrats are not very keen on having a more geostrategic approach to to that uh, question, like the. The head of the the, the fractured parliament uh, recently had uh, expressed his concerns about sending deploying a German frigate to the Indo-Pacific. Part of the Social Democrats have expressed, um, especially their, their wish to focusing on a peace uh, peace centered uh, foreign policy. Whilst especially the Liberals, but also the Christian Democrats, are taking a tougher stance here in that question. So that might be an area where there will be there will be discussions. Also, the second big point is how how to align, to what extent to align with the United States. Um, I think that the Liberals and the Christian Democrats are readier to align with a tougher China policy of the United States than the Social Democrats. The Greens are in between. I think they, they, uh, especially um, the the Liberals and also the Greens, are orientated towards a more value-orientated China policy. And the liberals are tending more to align here with the US.
1: Talking about the US, um, do you think US President Joe Biden, who has recently? pushed several times for more alignment on China issues. Do you think uh, he might be disappointed by the new government?
0: Yes, he might be disappointed, especially with uh, the with a SPD, the a Social Democrat-led coalition. They might be lesser disappointed by a conservative-led coalition um, because the, the, traditionally the CDU, the Christian Democrats, have have closer ties to, to the US than the Social Democrats. But I think both stress that want to, want to stay um, close to their transatlantic partners. I think there's no danger, or however you call it, uh, that any of the parties will loosen ties to the US. But I don't think that we will see a very strong alignment with very confrontative US-China policy, because Germany cannot have any interest in going towards a confrontative China policy, especially because of the close ties uh, of, of the economy. So due to
1: economic interests, Germany might uh, still stick to a more balanced relation to China, um, trying to avoid confrontation?
0: Yes and no. I think uh, especially the Greens and Liberals are ready to endanger uh, the good bilateral relations Germany is is used to have with China in the past uh, at least 10, 15 years and uh, because they they are calling for more value oriented policy but we have to observe also the t- the topic of uh, the climate change i mean the greens will put climate before a lot of other topics and they might try to find uh, cooperative ways of co- uh, of uh, speaking with china in the, in, with all the regards on climate change, so they might they might be willing to to find compromises if China agrees in certain areas of, uh, for example, reduction of coal power plants, as 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 uh, Xi Jinping has announced recently. So. That will be, uh, I think, a topic for the Greens, which will be very, very important and might also influence their, their China policy.
1: Um, let's maybe briefly look at the EU level. Uh, I mean, the last government has for years struggled to to kind of help fostering what is called a more unified approach or a more um, coordinated approach towards China. How do you think this will develop in the future? Will there be a change
0: to EU-China policy? Well, if you have a look at the party programs to see that they all focus on better EU-China strategy, that they want to further develop European competitiveness, especially in areas of technology, of science, and they push forward the European unity. So um, if you look at the programs, everything's there and there should be a change and a less bilateral approach regarding the China policy. But if Germany takes a, a stronger European approach towards China that means that it has to ease in a little bit the bilateral approach and would might lead to disadvantages and very close ties especially regarding the German economy that might have been the reason why Germany from time to time has uh, taken a very, like, its own way or maybe dealing together with France uh, towards um, a German-French-China policy and leaving out a little bit the interests of the other European countries so I think regarding the Social Democrats or so looking at the Social Democrats they have a they have a history as a very european party and if if Olaf Scholz will be the future chancellor of germany he might take a stronger european approach but i mean if we listen to Angela Merkel what she had said over years and years we heard the same and at the end it still ended up being sometimes uh, more bilateral so we well we, we we have just to have a closer look what's going on i think uh germany Will will no have no other chance than to cooperate stronger with Europe, especially if we look at geostrategic issues, not only in the Indo-Pacific, but Germany or Germany's military is not strong enough to do that on its own. So it has to cooperate with other partners within Europe, and to to achieve that, you have to make compromises and you have to agree to a stronger European focus on China, and especially now, given the discussion all about AUKUS, uh, this might lead to a stronger European uh, take on. On on security defense, um, and we have to we have to look how Europe how Europe's reaction in the end will be towards this uh, Australian UK US uh, idea of. Um, of a security organization in the the Pacific.
1: Yeah, especially in the realm of security and defense. Um, There is a certain necessity for more unity and coordinated approach, but um, remains to be seen whether this works out, even with a new German government in place. Um, We still don't know when this new government will be in place and negotiations are just kicking off this week. Um, So we'll keep a close eye on developments. Thank you, Ariana, for being here and thank you all for listening. Thank you.
0: You have been listening to Merix Experts, the podcast from the Makato Institute for China Studies in Berlin. If you want to learn more about our work, please visit us at merix.org.